So it's really questioning a very personal thing of what gives me freedom and then where am I over-responsible? That's why doing the two lists, being really conscious of one, would probably that people get to answer their own question of what can we do? What's the action? It's working out what do I need to do, but always personal first, always. Welcome to the Influence by Design podcast. I'm Samantha Riley, authority positioning strategist for coaches and experts. If you're ready to build a business that gives you more than just a caffeine addiction and you dream of making more money, having more time and having the freedom to be living your best life, then you're in the right place. It's time to level up. Really looking forward to this conversation today. Welcome to the show, Jean. It's just wonderful to have you here. Ah, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Been wanting to interview you for such a long time. I met you back, hmm, I can't even remember. It probably would have been like maybe 2015, I'm thinking, because that's when I published my book. And that's kind of how we met and how we stayed connected because. I said I'd published a book. You just went, oh, well, let's blow that out of the water and then published, I don't know, seven? Maybe? Eight. 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 Eight books. So super excited to have this conversation. Now, you're an expert in all sorts of things, but today we're going to talk about sacred geometry. Can you start off by telling us exactly what sacred geometry is? Absolutely. Everyone remembers geometry from school, that there's this and this has a resolve. It's basic maths. The sacred part means that it's really super special and really fun. We think of sacred like go to a temple and you've got to take your shoes off and you have to bow down, maybe light a candle, some incense, all that. It is that and it's really ancient and many lifetimes ago, whether people want to call it tapping to past lives or any of that sort of thing, it's where people of great wisdom uh, scholars that didn't go to university back then actually said that people for their soul evolution, for us to have a great life and feeling part, we need to know this. And so there's the sacred part. It's an education of mathematics that align everything to this is today's language, align everything that you feel great, money's good, relationships are good. I know it's happening at my age. It's like having a crystal ball. So Sacred geometry is basically saying something ancient that's a mathematical formula that this is how you run your life. It is a formula run by the universe. So that's probably the easiest I can explain it as. And that was super easy. I really love the way that you explained that. That's how you know you're speaking with a true expert. They're able to explain something that's super complex in very easy to understand ways. Specifically, what I want to talk about today is... 2024, you know, it's January. We've got an energy, I guess. Is that the wording that you would use? It's the wording I would use. Like, what's the energy of the year? Share with us a little bit about, and I don't know whether you need to sort of back this up, but what are we going to expect in 2024? It's an energy. Every single year has an energy. If I go to 2020, it's a really interesting energy. <laughs> what about toilet paper? That's what the energy seemed to be. <laughs> or lack of toilet paper. And <laughs> uh, hoarding the toilet paper. Yeah. And so there is the cat energy. And sacred geometry says that in this year, or next year, whatever it is, this year, these are the things to focus on. And 
that everything in your life is based around this energy, this awareness. Mm-hmm. And so 2024, I'm just going to go on a bit of a journey because you also said it's January. A lot of people always do do your, what do you call them? What's it called now? Like goals? No, not goals. You know, it's next year I better do my oh, New Year's resolution. Uh-huh. So by the 12th, it's known as give up day. Mm-hmm. Everyone gives up on their New Year's, New Year's resolution by the 12th of January. Why? That's where it relates to what's happening in the seasons. So every season has something, every month has something. In January, Southern Hemisphere is about go out there, show the world who you are. In the Northern Hemisphere, it's just stay quiet, stay at home. It's cold, just reflect. So we've got that as sacred geometry. And then we have the energies of certain things happen at certain times. So if I look at the basic numbers in 13, it just keeps going around the cycle. So mm-hmm. the same thing happens, but we're going to go to number 11 because when I go around 13, 14, 15, etc., to 24, 24, number 11 is about responsibility. And people go, oh, my Lord, this is going to be about me having responsibility. It's going to be so hard. I've got a nap. No, I don't know. The universe says in this number, it's all about two things, respond and able, run on responsibility. Where can you respond and you're able take the burdens of responsibility to your shoulders? And by the way, in medical tuition, we hold responsibility in our shoulders. Mm-hmm. And then the number, when you look at the number, the one, one, what we do in this, I'm going to get a bit crazy where we third dimension is we blame. It's your fault. Now it's your fault. Now it's your fault. Mm. And so we don't realize that I can create anything. If I have an oops and something doesn't work out, I did the other day. I was having these charts made because I run out and I uh, sent the wrong chart to the printer where the chart had scribble all over it from the oh, deck no. designer. Oh, no. What's going on, buddy? That's okay. I take responsibility and say, respond and enable. That costs money. No problems. I'm not blaming myself. I'm not blaming the printer. He should have picked it up. We work out this thing again. Destroyed the other template so it's never used again. What that does, we always want to go the opposite number. That gives us freedom. Number five is about freedom. So if I respond and able, I'm going to get this freedom. That's what this year is about. Like it's so easy, sexy, simple. Okay. Then I'm responsible, respond and able, and I'm able to do anything, which a lot of coaches, people teaching NLP, hypnotherapy, coaching, RAS, reticular activating system, potentiality, all that, all those lingo words. It's like, I'm super able. So that's where watching this year that anything comes up, I am able. I'm going to respond rather than react. React is, that's react, it's respond, and the response is, okay, so made mistake, no problems, I'll make it happen. And then it's the freedom. And the freedom is in the mind. So that's our basic, basic energy of 2024. But then there's one more thing. This year is all about respect. Mm-hmm. And respect, people don't understand. Respect held in the organ of the heart. It's all about 
does this actually make me feel good on that level? I'm going to respond where that doesn't make me feel good and I need to set boundaries. Um, so it's a delicious year of empowerment. Every year is. But empowerment to go, hmm, responsibility, freedom, respect. Okay, no problems. I'm going to action that. Um, so that, that's a short version of it. Just before you go any further, I want to ask a question because my brain yeah. needs to close this loop and other yeah. people might be in this place. Yes. Where did the 11 come from? A bingo. So if you look at this crazy pattern of a circle with a star of day in the moment, which is not the star of day, but it looks like, the numbers go one, two, three, and I keep counting around mm-hmm. until I get 11. Then if I go 13, 14, 15, 16, 17, 18, 19, 21, 2, 3, 4, I've landed in number 11. It's a bit like snakes and ladders. I've landed mm-hmm. on a ladder, go up, snake, go down. Or we do the opposite. We go up a snake and down a ladder. Mm-hmm. And so here, that's why I said, you know, the basic numbers of sacred geometry that when it's 2037, it's a number 11 again. Mm-hmm. So that's where the 11 is coming, that it's a series. So great question because mm. yeah, a lot of people go, where's the 11? What's 2024? Where's yeah, the 11 we're, we're confused. I don't understand. <laughs> and then not understanding because a lot of people say, is this numerology? And it's not. Numerology has its own dynamic, powerful energy. And this is mathematical formulas of the universe is saying, do this, do this, and you have your best life. Just follow the bouncing ball. Mm. It's a journey in the process of evolution. So 2018, where did I get 18 from? It's written here, 518, the numbers can go around. Mm-hmm. Everyone was going, I'm free, I can do this here, yeah, that's amazing. There's this sense of freedom over my heart. 2019 was all about express yourself differently. So people were trying to express themselves differently from outfits to speaking up to I'm going to change careers. I'm not going to wear that color anymore. Uh, 2020, which everyone loved that year, was all about, okay, be beside yourself. What? And that's where everyone was. They were like beside themselves. Mm-hmm. So if I'm going to express myself differently, I've actually got to look at myself and go, how am I going to express myself differently? Mm-hmm. A lot of people went through a process that they looked for me, get the courses online. I've been asking years, get medical tuition online. No, no. Okay, I'm beside myself. I can't travel. I had all these plans to travel overseas to teach. Online, oh, okay, 2021, oh my gosh, that's me. This is me. I teach online, offline. 2022, number nine, okay, something has to finish. And the finish can be a limitation of I can't teach online and offline. Mm-hmm. 2023 that we've just done, the monkey mind. Number 10 is all about the monkey mind. And I always say it's kind mind and the magic of thinking big, but a lot of people in 2023 struggled and had that little monkey mind. I can't do it. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. So that's why I say it's a journey. 
even in the process, when I'm just a year, actually a journey of how we're evolving and the soul. Mm. So using the number 11 in sacred geometry, what are some of the things that we can look out for as specifically as coaches, as business owners and entrepreneurs? What are some of the things that we can look out for and how can we use this energy to help us to get the most from it? One of the things, especially in business, is taking responsibility. So one of the things I did ready for this year is go through all my contracts, online, offline, written, review them all to see where am I responsible as a business owner. And I'm contacting ATSIC and Office of Bear Trading and all that sort of thing. Make sure all my things are up to date. One of the rules in Australia is if there's a change of mind, I am responsible to offer that that Gertrude decides to change her mind, I'm responsible to say, thank you so much. You can change your mind, but we have a no refund policy for changing your mind, according to ADSEC. It's written in the documentation. But I'm going to have some freedom, number five, and say, however, I'm going to give you one month that you can come to something else at the same value, which then is value-add for the client. So it's checking contracts, responsibility. It's also knowing the energy of that they, the clients, may not take responsibility. Mm. So what's an example? Um, That they didn't read the contract. Yeah, but I didn't read the contract. I just trusted you. That is not my responsibility. And it's not about going into defensive pattern with the client. It's just knowing, right? I took all the responsibilities to support that person. I read the contract on the thing. I gave it to them. I gave them an opportunity to be responsible. So there we go. It's all good. And that gives peace of mind to the business owner. In regards to coaches, for example, and responsibility, it's understanding because coaches have got a heart like this. Huge. Absolutely. And want to see the potential on the other person. They want to see them amazing. It's almost like a personal trainer, like, let's go, let's go. But they can burn themselves out. And taking personal responsibility is, I'm going to make sure I set boundaries. Maybe I'll limit my times. I won't say to clients, just text me any time. Or have a, like, I've got four virtual assistants. They answer my texts. They answer my, my social media. So I'm not in burnout all the time. Personal responsibility, do you need to get after I teach? The next day, especially when I teach the nine-day medical intuition, on the Monday, I love my clients. You can't contact me. I'm being massaged on the Monday. We finished off today. Yeah. Am I having a massage? Do I have great food, filtered water? Do I have a coach to support me? Do I have a team? It's all of that as a coach, the personal responsibility for me, I've got to look after me before I'm going out and yes, the business owners as well. Responsibility of your team. So as soon as we started back this year, my team and I had a meeting and it's right, let's just define what's your responsibility or what's mine. And I noticed that late last year, a couple of them were saying, Ashin, can you just check? To do, is this the right thing? Now they've been doing it for four years. Don't ask me to check. 
it's your responsibility. Check, double check, get one of the other team members to check and give it to me when it's finished. Mm. So it's passing on a gift of responsibility for others as well. But that ultimately brings in the opposite number, this freedom that everyone's wanting, freedom of time, money, thoughts, all of that sort of thing. Mm. Yeah. It's interesting. Well, actually, it's not interesting, like, because it's in the energy, right? Yeah. But I'm just thinking as you're talking, so on the last day of the year, Leon and I sit down and we review our year. And it's it's a thing that we've done for the last few years is that we take the afternoon out and we usually open a bottle of wine and we journal. We journal separately and then we kind of come together. And one of the big things that came up for us both, and we talked about this in a podcast a couple of weeks ago, was there were sort of three lessons that we took out of 2023. And one of them was that we let our boundaries yeah. lax a little bit. Yeah. And that for us, that 2024, we wanted to tighten up our boundaries for the reason that when our boundaries are tighter, we're able to offer support more to our the people in our world, to our clients, to our community. So it's interesting, you know, we know that the energy doesn't finish on you know, at midnight on the 31st of December and start, <laughs> you know, the new energy. But, you know, we were obviously feeling into this. This was a big theme that we talked about. And when I say, you know, we do this for journaling, I think we spent at least six hours on it this year. We don't normally spend that long, but we really got into a great conversation of, of unpacking it. And this was something big. And we were talking about well, what does that look like? What do these boundaries yes. look like? How are we going to set these boundaries? Yes. And it's a conversation that has continued and even was on a, as you were mentioning with your team, literally two hours ago was a conversation on our team meeting. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And you're right, the energy, because this is quantum field. So it's not linear time. Mm. Energy of 2020. Or came in on the 11th of November at 11.11. And energy will continue to the 26th of January next year. So there's an overlap uh -huh. so that people can. And what's a boundary? Like boundaries are, people say it's a rule. No, no, no. Yeah. One of my boundaries is when you come to an offline about my favorite color is gold and we have this bag that's gold sparkles, as soon as people enter, you have to put your mobile phone in and now you have to put your your smartwatch digital apple yeah yeah all of that in the thing and people are like oh, 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 oh. and i explain why do i do that we've become a society that's like this yeah i'm listening yeah sure phone. wait what's that what oh wait okay. what hello 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 <laughs> and so you trap your present that's my boundary you come and play with me phone and smartwatch in the gold bag you will get them at the breaks but there's an emergency you will get them at the break we yeah. once upon a time didn't have a phone that and so those that come to my it was so cute those that have been to my courses then they handed over the phone without even the gold bag being there they went oh, okay which is called respect yes this is what doing in life this is if jeans have that i feel good it's a knock on the side and so to set a boundary and saying, if you come into my house to play, what I call whatever, is it? Take your shoes off or they're not rules. Mm. It's just a this is what I need to feel respected. Mm. So yeah, boundaries is 
massive this year. And from a business owner's perspective, just on top of that, it's not just this is what I need to feel good, is this is what I need to show up at my best so I can give you my best. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Boundaries with the when I book the venues. No, we've got to have this and this and this. No lies. Like minties are not allowed. Usually Mm -hmm. it's like had Mm -hmm. mint. No, I teach no sugar. Do always away. Which those things then bring an energy that when someone steps into your field, it's like ah, there's like a match of energy and a certain respect. It uplifts them as well. The clients get uplifted as well. Yeah. And you mentioned emergency before, and that was something else that came up for us, is that someone else's emergency is no longer our emergency. And I think that when you think about it like that, like you say, in the 70s and the 80s, we didn't have mobile phones and the emergencies sorted themselves out. We still found out what we needed to find out. And it's it's freeing. And I guess that's your five. That's the freedom, right? You were already pointing before it even came out. Exactly. Yes. Yeah. Boundaries create freedom. Uh, look, and it's freedom of the mind. People think I'm free. Like I've got so many clients, so I'm millionaires, billionaires. And people go, oh, once I'm a millionaire or a billionaire, I'll be so free. They've got more responsibility. And there's that thing of they supposedly got freedom with money, but they've got more. The more money you have, the more responsibility you have. They need to set boundaries. They need to be able to go, what's the freedom? And freedom is in the mind. It's not when we have on freer because I just need to hold on to this while I'm listening to you. Yeah, I'm listening. Or oh, wait, what happened? That's, a, that's entrapment by the fly. Yeah. What about just being right here, respond and able? And if you learn and be present, you are so much more able yeah. than shattered everywhere and in fact they talk about when you multitask which women are known for multitasking when you multitask can't get anything done and if i'm focused on running one of the magazine articles that i write for and then a team comes in and says oh but i need you're in this zone Mm. and then it takes 25 minutes to get back in the zone Sometimes, well, I, 25 would have to be a minimum. Like there are some times where if I'm knocked out of that zone, I cannot get it back in the same way. Just it's like once that creativity is it's stopped, it's like, yeah, it goes in a different direction. Yeah, It doesn't continue in the same direction. No. And that relates to mathematics that I'm responding and able, I'm focused on writing the magazine article, in comes one of my team, says something so that they can have freedom. Mm-hmm. I go into over-responsibility for them rather than saying not now, and then that gets me entrapment because the opposite freedom is entrapment. And so there's actually a mathematical formula, and it happens every year, the opposite number, and it's just, okay, what am I responsible for? So you're saying business owners, coaches, or even personal. What am I responsible for? You know, it could be just sit down, with a cup of tea, ice water, champagne. List all the things you're responsible for, personally or professionally. The children, those sort of business owners, coaches with children or animals. Where are you responsible for the animal behaving that way? What's going to give you freedom? All these responsibilities, and yours, are they really? 
yeah. an emergency? Like, is that yours? Do you have to have that art? I'm just, while you were talking, something came up for me and you just answered it then, but I want to touch on it for yeah. people that weren't on my train of thought, which no one was. What? <laughs> right? <laughs> right? You're talking about responsibility and is it really? Something that I was having a conversation with a really good friend just now and he's an amazing coach and we were talking about the difference between the responsibility of us giving our clients our, you know, our genius, our services, our trainings, yeah. and the difference of the responsibility of feeling that they have to get the success or get the, you know, results or results. Result is yeah. the word I was looking for because we're not actually responsible for their result and we can't force that. And I wanted to tap into that a little bit more from your perspective. Because this I see holding so many coaches back. Yeah. You know, you were talking yeah. about their big hearts and what they do is think, oh, I'm responsible for their results. But we cannot, we ever be responsible nope. for someone nope. else's results. Is there something that you can add to that? Absolutely. So we've got the basic responsibility. Is that mine? Like, do I, and running a list, as we all know, the rads we're conscious of, oh, what? And writing it, it's like, ah, 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 and then we can clarify and define and whatever. But then in comes personal responsibility. And part of my awareness is I see inside the body. I'm not clairvoyant, psychic or medium. I just see inside the body and I integrate my nursing. And I uh, explain that each body part holds these emotions. So responsibility to in the shoulders. And you hear people um, just my shoulders are way down with the responsibility because it's held there. But then there's another part right here on my panel that's called the thymus gland. It's our immune system. And in that area is self-responsibility. Self-responsibility is the only thing I'm responsible for is me. And so if I give my client Gertrude, I've given her the program. I've given her support. I've given her maybe an extra little gift of another week for free or something and she still doesn't take action or she doesn't get the results one is that me trying to be responsible and over parent and over give and whatever i need to take self-responsibility and go i did give her that thing but all i've got to do is give her that one product program whatever it is give her that one thing that, that's it. That's self-responsibility. Just do that. Because if I don't, what is the knock-on effect back to me? And then we can go into, oh my gosh, I've gone back into people-pleasing and I learned that from my mom and I need to be ex accepted or keep busy and that's a sign of guilt or, you know, as we mm -hmm, all mm -hmm. do as coaches and self-analyze. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but it's like self-responsibility is... Here's the thing, they are so able, they are so able, just like me, are they subconsciously not wanting to be able to, are they subconsciously wanting to still be in a disabled position? It's not my, or taken from responsibility, not my job to fix or to alter or anything if they're still in that place 
is it self-responsibility? Is it my own story that if I was in that position and I got what I gave, I would have taken it? Stop, self-responsible. I offered that. They took it. They didn't go through with it. No problems. That's okay. I can, if they said, oh, is there anything else? I can then say, well, I've got this other package here, if you'd like, if it's a match, if in self-responsibility, it's like, and we do have clients that are challenging for us. It's too much for me and my self-responsibility care. So that's the next level. And I have in self-responsibility gone, uh, no, had someone for 12 months and after 12 months of mentoring, it's called the Genius Program because I'm Jean. Get it? Jean, yep. Oh, program. very good. <laughs> but um, <laughs> It just got to, and I'm aligning with sacred geometry and each of the months and whatever, and each time she just kept going into not taking responsibility. It got to the end of the year of December and I just sent an email. Was, I'm not able to support you. The flick back, you didn't take your responsibility. No, I did. It's actually not healthy for me to keep looking after because she was draining me. Mm -hmm. So that's self-responsibility. Yeah. Um, Even though, or in July, I always take the month off. You can pay me $5 million, $20 million. The answer is no. Yeah. The month's off. That's self-responsibility. It's like, no, I'm not... My boundaries say, I need this space. This is what I need. Mm. So that's the extended bit of responsibility. Totally. And another part, a small part of that is it's us forcing what we think the results should be. Yeah. Oh, well, forcing slash encouragement slash well, enthusiasm slash like, yeah, I think, I think really it's the same. Yeah, I guess. It's, well, I think you should be getting these results, but what happens if that person's not getting that result you think they should be getting, but they're getting something else from it? Then that comes into self-responsibility. What are my expectations Mm. that I think Gertrude will get this, but she actually got that? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. 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 Love it. So responsibility, freedom are very big pieces as business owners. What are some of the ways that you would encourage or um, have ideas for people to look at to bring freedom in? That, you know, this big idea of freedom. Because freedom's a big word. You know, we always are like, yeah, we want more freedom. But, like, if we were going to really bring it in, what are some of the areas that you suggest that we, that people could look into? Straight away, when I'm teaching this one to corporate world of how to manifest, I always say, set your personal goals first. Mm-hmm. Even though it's business, you must set your goals first for your personal life. Have you booked one holiday a month? Now, that could be just staying at home and mowing the garden and mm-hmm. mowing the lawn. So set, look after you first. What's your why? Go back to your Why? Um, because in business, we would have started, like someone that I was mentoring this morning, he started his business creating kitchens because he saw when the building industry was like booming mm-hmm. in Queensland, they were there was a company he worked for that was charging a humongous price 
for really crappy work. And he went, and he's quite humanitarian. He said, it's just not on. So he ventured out, created our own business, and he said, no, like, I, yes, I need to make a profit, um, be responsible because I've got family, but I can't do that part. And so in the self-responsibility, now I've got myself sidetracked because I was showing the story. What was the question again? Uh, the question was uh, areas that we can look at for freedom. Well, yeah. So freedom, what happened was he ran so much with excitement and the team that he got that he was working every day. Mm. He actually felt freedom. He actually felt free because he likes to get a goal and see a result. Now he pops into the business once a week because he has managers. Is it? But he had freedom by being there all the time, whatever, till he burned himself out to take responsibility, to take action, because that's the next thing. What's the action that you person only personally can we work out what can we do? He went, Ah, uh, I didn't set up the business to be there every day. I set it up because of that original why. Now I wanna have freedom, which is surf every day, pop in one I want to. So I was working out, again, do I need those responsibilities? What's freedom to me? Mm. So freedom for him originally was work every day, long hours, get the production out, whatever, until he burned himself out. So it's mm. really questioning a very personal thing of what gives me freedom? And then where am I over-responsible? And looking at the food, Okay, that can go. That would make me free. I can implement that. That would get so it's actually a personal thing. That's why doing the two lists, being really conscious of one, uh, would probably be that people get to answer their own question of what can we do? What's the action? Mm. I need to know for me, you only know for you. And then you might hear from other people. What do I do? I have four VAs. I have a bookkeeper. Now, why I love numbers. I don't want to work them out for the business. Then I am an accountant. Can you make it look all pretty? Can you make sure it's all right? <laughs> I have a masseuse that massages me once a month. That's freedom because then I can be a vegetable on the bed and just I'm giving, giving, giving. I just got a receipt. So, yeah, it's working out what do I need to do, but always personal first, always. Responsibilities have you got home? I'm the breadwinner, I've got a thing, I've got it, because that's a knock-on effect to the business. Right. And then they don't set the boundaries and they overwork and whatever. Yeah, yeah, totally. And I think that it's the to me, like what is freedom to me that's the actual magic yeah. piece because yeah. I'm sure I'm not the only one in the world that has done this, seeing other people doing r things that really light them up and then trying it and going, oh, that that yeah. kind of, that wasn't my thing. <laughs> Yay, I achieved it, but I don't feel great for her. Like, yeah. It didn't light yeah. me up. Yeah, and that it's always a personal journey. And that's why I said for me, VAs, whereas I've had clients of business that I've had VAs and got frustrated. Mm -hmm. I used to have an in-person PA before 2020. It was great. But when I got some under a coat, I do. I actually get to go out for an outing once a day, one day a week. I get to go to the post office. I get to go to the banking. I get to go to stationery shopping. That's actually freedom because I get off technology. Yes. So it's always looking at me, what, at which 
is personal responsibility, but we're told, and it's so selfish. No, it's not. No. It's personal responsibility. I have to do this for me. For so people that are listening and you want to give them one lasting piece in regards to the energy of 2024 or anything to do with sacred geometry, that's just going to have them walking away going, that's exactly that's what I needed to hear. What is yeah. it? Ask the question, am I responsible for this? Will it give me freedom? That's it. Mm. It's so simple and that's like each number has a something. Am I responsible for this? Is it going to give you freedom? That's it. That only thing that they need to remember on a question and set the and then when you got your answer, set a boundary. That's I love most, that. That way, easy, easy year just to go and then catch yourself out when you're over responsible. It's, you've got, you know, I have everything heart shape, as you know. Yes. Heart shape post it night. Stick the post it night everywhere behind there visor where you're doing your lipstick on the laptop everywhere just that poster so funny because when you were saying i'm like i'm gonna write down a post-it note and put it on my laptop and then you said it we're so on the same page <laughs> jean she and it has been an absolute pleasure to have you on the show thank you for coming and sharing your genius it's just been wonderful for people that want to stay connected with you how can they do that absolutely Social media-wise, Facebook, where I do lots of free training. Mm. That's what I use Facebook for. And, of course, Instagram, TikTok, and all that sort of stuff. Or go to my website, Millennium Education, or the YouTube, again, free training, Millennium Education. Well, definitely look up Jane. She's got heaps of free training. She's always popping up in my notifications that she's going live and talking about something fabulous. So uh, definitely connect. And like I said, Jane, thank you so much for coming on the show today. Thank you, beautiful. Thanks for joining me for this episode of the Influence by Design podcast. If you want more, head over to influencebydesignpodcast.com for the show notes and links to today's gifts and sponsors. And if you're looking to connect with other experts who are growing and scaling their business too, join us in the Coaches, Thought Leaders and Changemakers community on Facebook. The links are waiting for you over at influencebydesignpodcast.com.